welcome to the Soul Ed Podcast with me, intuitive life and business coach, Amelia Francesca. Soul Ed is for the big-hearted visionaries who know they want to play a little differently in this world. It's your space to connect deeper with your inner guidance and in turn live out your most liberated, radiant and expansive life. Hello my loves, welcome to another episode. I just want to preface it that I am getting better from a persistent cold, so my voice is sounding slightly different than usual, but every part of my being wanted me to press record on this episode today, so here we are. And if you have a business, if you really identify with having a soul-led business, a heart-led business, being very intentional with your business, um, or you are planning to venture into creating a soul-led business, then this episode is very much for you. I am now five years into my business, four years of those being full-time within it, and I continue to learn lessons to this day. I really believe that being in business is one of our biggest and greatest teachers, and it really speaks to the title of this episode, that business is our initiation. I often hear people talk about business as being the hardest thing that you'll ever do. Like how many times do you even feel like you might have seen that on Instagram, on social media, on so many different spaces, a lot of business owners saying like, this is the hardest thing that you'll ever do. And I wanted to invite a reframe there without disregarding the fact that it requires a lot from you. And so for me, I see business as this huge initiation and I want to talk a bit about that today and I also want to share some of the main pieces that I have learned again and again and again, been shown again and again and again and kind of invite you into having these pillars to support you throughout whatever year and stage of business you're in because these are lessons and teachings that I wish had been with me from stage one. I wish I'd known to expect them. I wish I'd known to prepare for them. And they're also things that I'm still embarking on in my fifth year. So I really do believe this can be supportive at all stages. So the way that I see business is rather than seeing it as one of the hardest things that I'll ever do, is seeing it as this initiation. And it really landed for me when I read something about the meaning behind an initiation. And this came from the work of Rebecca Campbell. I have always been a great fan of the way that she writes and the way that she sort of so eloquently articulates these deep experiences that we go through as humans. And an initiation is a crossing of a threshold, a rite of passage, a rite of passage, and it requires us to move from one state of being into another, from one state of existence into another. And that is really what I believe our businesses require of us. Uh, Not only what they require of us, but what they invite us into doing. So it is both a requirement to be initiated by your business. And it's also an invitation to be initiated. And to be initiated to me, I see it just being a continual journey into returning to our true sense of wholeness, our true sense of worth, completeness, deservingness. Um, to deeply embodying and feeling embedded in a sense of safety 
in all ways in mind body and soul and so it gets to be this beautiful initiation this beautiful requisite and invitation that we are being gifted by our businesses by our soul businesses by our soul's work and with that also comes so many challenges so many edges so many um metaphorical walls that we feel like we're bumping up against because to continually be in a journey of meeting yourself in your wholeness to continually be in a journey of creating even more of a sense of safety within your body your mind your soul to continually be in a journey of um up leveling is a big ask and it's something that not everyone will choose to do and I know that when I first stepped into business I had no idea that there would be initiation upon initiation upon initiation I thought it would just be you get initiated once and you're in business and then everything kind of just happens and it just is that way whereas the truth of it I see it as you know this this one big initiation that I'm going to be in from that I've been in, you know, even since the moment I stepped into business and I will be in it until the moment that I step out of business. And I have intentions to still be coaching, to still be holding space, to still be doing my energy work as a 80 year old woman. So I'm going to be in this initiation space for a really long time. So I kind of view it as this one big initiation with many little ones along the way. And that's why I love to reflect on the fact that it's a requirement but it's also an invitation so in order for us to get to the quote-unquote next level in our businesses and whether that next level is having a deeper sense of impact with our work so really feeling like we are fully changing lives creating really deep ripple effects out into the world really kind of serving the world whether it's that level um, whether we're wanting to up level our income the amount of money that we're bringing in or the amount of profit that we're making um, whatever it is that we're wanting to up level at that time is going to require us to like deepen into ourselves so we're going to be initiated so many times because we're constantly up leveling. Like I am not who I was in my business when I started out. I'm not even who I was in my business last year. So I go through yearly upgrades with how I view business, how I view my work, how I view money, how I view myself. And it just feels so fun that we get to be on this ride of being in our wholeness, of returning to wholeness, of operating from wholeness. We get to be in this ride that our business kind of invites us into and what a great place to be you know like what a fun place this gets to be so that frame for me seeing it in this way of this beautiful initiation has really supported me over the years in those moments where it does feel hard because it's able to then be flipped into this way that is really exciting, is really fulfilling, is actually nothing less than I truly want. And I think that you might be able to relate to that too, because I think that 
if you are anything like the incredible clients I work with, if you relate to myself in any way, then you also bloody love a challenge. Like you love a challenge. You don't shy away from work or the work. Um, you love me, like you love like getting to that next level. Like I kind of think whenever we find ourselves being frustrated that we're not somewhere else yet, that has the only thing that ever is really showing us besides like, you know, indication of, okay, there's something to explore here. There's something to speak out here. There's something to work through to kind of be able to move through that. So you can get to the next stage. But the, the main thing that's showing us is our capabilities and our deep desires to be at that next level. Like it shows how much we enjoy growing it shows how much we know that we have more within us that is ready to be externalized like so I don't think that we shy away from challenges I don't think we shy away from work but I do know that the more that we put a deep rooted feeling of them getting to be joyful as we're going through them as them getting to be feeling really good as we're going through them the more that we can just be in them, the more that we can embrace them. We don't necessarily feel like we are battling against ourselves or against our businesses or against our work. We actually feel like we're always in deep collaboration with it. And so with all of this being said, I want to share with you a few of the pieces that have come up for me um, that have really taught me so much throughout these, these last five years. And so the first piece is your words will fall short if you are not embodying them. And what I really mean by this is if we are not being a true embodiment of the words that we are speaking, we are not going to be able to reach the heights we want to reach within our business. So we're not going to be able to create the level of impact we want to create. So one of the initiations we go through in our business is continually being invited and being required to embody what it is that we are saying to other people. And so we are being invited continuously to embody what it is that we coach in or what it is that we heal in or you know whatever it is that our niche is or the person that we speak to. If we are sharing with them that we can help them in a certain way, we are being invited to embody that as well. We are being invited and required to embody the words that we speak in terms of when we are creating content, when we are creating a sales page, when we are creating a program. It is like, are you living out what you are writing down right now? And this is just such an important piece because it's not enough to know that you're good at holding space or know that you're good at asking questions. That's, or know that you're good at kind of creating a, a really great container for someone to be guided through, to be supported into someone to heal in. Like that's not enough. For a lot of people, they'll say that's enough. And then they'll go and they'll coach or heal or mentor or do whatever it is. But 
there'll be this kind of emptiness, this disconnect, this constant questioning, whether it's very conscious or whether it's subconscious of like, can I do this? Do I deserve to be here? A sense of imposter syndrome. All of those pieces are going to be playing out if we're not embodying our work. And I just don't think it's as fulfilling as it gets to be. It's not as fulfilling because we're not, we're not full within ourselves because there's an emptiness because we're not embodying what it is that we're saying so how can we expect something to be truly fulfilling if we're not feeling completely full ourselves because we're feeling this disconnect between what we're saying and versus what we're embodying and there are two really important pieces to this to embody what it is that we teach, what it is we coach on, what it is that we heal on, what it is that we speak about does not mean to continuously be feeling like sunshine and daisies and miraculous and like everything's magical all the time and to continuously be like on this like wild high. It means to be to embody what it is we're saying means that you will do what you expect your clients to do, which also means that you will seek support, seek guidance, seek healing, seek coaching from others. It means that when you do feel a fear or a worry or a doubt or a contraction in your body, that you respond to that, that you meet that with the same thing that you would invite your clients to meet it with doesn't mean that we have to be perfect it doesn't mean embodying our work embodying our words does not mean we have to be perfect it means we have to continually be willing to meet ourselves at the level that we are telling others to meet themselves at and continually stretching ourselves continually asking ourselves have I fully rooted into this piece of information yet before I'm splurging it out and sharing it with everyone else or am I even just practicing this piece of information yet? And the other piece to this is I don't want you then to think that you can only coach in or, or be in spaces where you've had previous lived experience of that exact thing that one of your clients is going through or what your community are experiencing in the exact reference point. And what, okay, let me break this down. I see a lot of the time, and I'm just going to use coaches as an example because I have a lot of coaches in this space and it's just really easy for the brain to keep it to one example. And by the brain, I mean my brain because I can otherwise go off on tangents and get a little bit lost within the excitement of sharing this with you all. So using the example of coaches, it could be very easy to think, okay, well, I can only coach someone on X if I have experienced or a so, you know, I can only coach them on a career transition if I've experienced a career transition. I can only coach them on relationships if I'm in a relationship, like all of these kind of pieces. And what I would say to that is this is looking at the surface level. And I would invite you within all of your work to go way deeper than the surface level. And if you feel like you truly embody the themes and the threads that enable someone to be able to reach what they need to reach at the top level, at this surface level, then you can coach them on that. For example, I have coached multiple people through their marriages, through motherhood, through being CEOs in their businesses, 
through doing so many things that I have never done myself, becoming published authors, becoming published artists, you know, so many pieces. And the way that I know I'm able to, in an integral way, like in a sense of deep integrity, coach people through these pieces is because I embody what it is that I invite my clients to do. I, if I'm inviting them into deepening their sense of self-worth, their sense of self-trust, their sense of self-confidence, their sense of being able to be open in conversations, open in communication, their sense of ability to receive, their uh, uh, sense of being able to push themselves, to do uncomfortable things, to like go out and pitch themselves, you know, all of those things, I might not be embodying it through the exact same lens as how they are, I might not be recording music, I might not be in a marriage, but I am embodying the root of what they need to be able to move through that thing within the way that I am being in my life, within the way that I'm being in my humanness, within the way that I am being in my business, those are pieces that are super important to me, which means that I feel more than apt and more than equipped to coach people in areas that I might not have lived through. Uh, You know, we could take this to another segue and even say that often, you know, we need to remember at the core what coaching is. Coaching is not giving advice. Coaching is not telling someone what to do. You know, if we remember what coaching isn't, we can often see how we are able to be apt and in integrity in coaching people through things that we might not have lived through because we are meeting them we are inviting them into powerful conversation we are holding space for them we are my ethos within my own business is that you have all the answers within and I help you to source them to find them to connect deeper with you and so do I feel like I can do that with anyone through anything yes And the reason I feel like I can do that is because I live and breathe that ethos within my own life. And I live and breathe that ethos within my coaching sessions, within my healing sessions. And so the initiation that you will go through in your business, number one, is to embody your words, to embody your work. But no, that does not mean you need to be perfect. And no, that does not mean that you need to have the exact same lived experience as your clients. It means that you need to continually be willing to meet that same thing that you are asking of your community, asking of your clients. And if anything, meet it at an even deeper level. You know, be, be, uh, I don't really like the word steps ahead because that kind of creates this whole like hierarchy system of like, we must be, you know, higher than that then thou um but you know being further being uh deeper within our work meeting at an even deeper place so you'll continually be invited to embody your work and whenever you feel like oh stuff isn't really going how i want it to be going in my business right now i can pretty much guarantee that one of those these pieces that i'm sharing with you today i think i have four or five pieces that are coming through um will be at play, will be at play. So if stuff isn't going so well for you right now, then ask yourself, am I embodying my words? Am I embodying my work? Do you know how it can be a really good way of just like testing this as well? Is like read your sales page and are you embodying that? 
Are you embodying that? Are you embodying the person that you are speaking to of how they could feel and who they could be and how they could live and how they could express themselves once they've worked with you? Are you practicing that? And again, reminder, you don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be feeling it every single moment. You don't need to be like, oh my God, I'm always in unwavering trust. I'm always in unwavering self-love. I'm always this. Like that is not, uh, that is that is not what needs to happen. Um, I am of course not always in all of those things all of the time nor is my own coach you know (laughs) like we don't need to be in them we need to be practicing being in them we need to be um being more intentional about being in them than we are about avoiding them you know like it's just about continually um embodying what it is that you want your business to represent embodying what it is that you want your work to represent and so The next piece that I believe is an initiation that we go through is to become friends with our edges. So I don't know about you, but before I stepped into business, before I stepped into this work, I would like still meet my edges, but there'd be kind of a resistance around that. They'd be like this, like, oh god like another edge and I say edge meaning um you know when you feel like you're bumping up against some resistance when you feel like a block when you feel like uh there's something that is stopping you from like getting to the next place like I used to really feel this like frustration of like oh god and like why this again kind of thing you know and I've definitely had moments of that within my business as well. Like sometimes it can just feel like you're kind of going around in circles and you're not really moving forward. You're not really moving in the direction you want to be moving into. But it is so important to be able to release our sense of frustration or maybe even a sense of shame around like an edge being there, around a block being there. Um, I think sometimes you know, especially because I work with people who are supporting other people, you know, helping other people, there can sometimes be this frustration or shame or, um, it feels like there's another word here, but I can't quite think what that is. So I'm just going to stick with these two for now. But this, this kind of feeling of like, well, but I, I should already have been able to have coached myself through this. So I should already have been able to heal myself on this. So I should already have been able to talk, talked myself through this you know um this is what I do for other people why haven't I done it for myself and we need to remember when that comes up that that's one of the reasons why other people come to us is because we need to always remember that we have this emotional attachment to ourselves we have this emotional connection with ourselves we're not always able to see 360 in the way that another coach guide or mentor is so that's why we invite people to come into our spaces and it's also why we need people to support us as well um but you know there can be this frustration of like oh i'm what like this why is this lesson happening because i i should know better by now i should know better by now i'm in this business i'm helping these people i'm i'm doing this thing i should know better by now to be able to just like whip through this block and so if if that's feelings ever come up for you as i say it's been there for me in the past and what i have been through what the second initiation i've been through in business has really been me making friends with my edges getting so excited 
when I see an edge because I know that I'm on the precipice of something fucking incredible. Like being, I wrote about this a couple of years ago and this felt like one of the most profound things that I had ever experienced at the time. And it stays with me to this day. And isn't it funny how something that feels really profound now just feels like the norm when you just keep doing it again and again and again. Um, But I wrote this post about being thankful for my triggers noticing that when in the past in my in my past life before creating a business and even in the past at the beginning you know couple of years of business that when I'd get triggered I'd close off I'd constrict I'd be like ugh and noticing this difference of I'd started to just be like oh my god I'm being triggered and I'd be so grateful for it because It was my invitation into my next expansion. It was an invitation into opening more, into healing more, into seeing myself more, into becoming more of who I am or who I wanted to be. And as soon as I started to get really thankful for my triggers, this was actually in reference to something completely different. It was in reference to um, dating, relationships, men, that kind of thing. But I, I noticed that when I started to associate it with that, I was like, oh yeah, this is what I've been doing in business for a couple of years. And I hadn't even really put the dots together. So it felt really a big moment when I realized that, ah, that's the key piece here is can we be thankful for our triggers? Can we make friends with meeting our edges? Because we're going to be meeting them again and again and again. We'll, We'll get triggered again. We'll get, we'll meet another edge. There'll be some more resistance that there is to work through. We meet glass ceiling upon a glass ceiling when we're in business, when we're Um, putting our soul's work out in the world when we are probably playing with more money than we've ever played with before whether that's in terms of externally we're already receiving more money than we've ever had before or whether it's still um, an internal yet to become true reality yet of like you're playing with the idea of creating and making and receiving more money than you've ever played with before like we're going to be meeting so many edges and so the sooner that you can get really grateful about the fact that you may Meeting an edge means that you're about to jump into a whole other level is really, really pivotal, I think. And in a way, you know, we're essentially talking about another initiation here. So like, it's just, there's going to be all these mini initiations that we go through, crossing of the threshold, crossing from one state into another. And just before you cross over into that other state, just before you land into that new way of being, into that new way of business being, into your work feeling that way, into money feeling that way, into your impact feeling that way. There may well be, many times there is, this little resistance, metaphorical wall that we run up against. And rather than running up against it and and smashing into it and feeling like, oh my God, this is so frustrating. Um, can we instead be like, ah, the, the wall is here. The wall is here, which must mean I'm about to go onto the other side of it. And, you know, a way to really support you to be able to see your edge as a friend, this wall as an exciting thing is to keep landing into all it is that's on the other side And what do you need to know right now for it to feel safe, for it to feel inviting, for it to feel really good to be on the other side? And what it might be something your mind needs to know, your body needs to know, that your soul of your business wants you to know, that the soul of your work wants you to know. Like, what is it that you need in this present moment 
to be able to see things a little bit differently because often we think it's a wall and yet actually it's just like a wall because we have this tunnel vision on whereas the moment we take off this tunnel vision and we're able to see a full 360 we're like oh <laughs> it's just a wall that like only is in this corner and actually there's all this open space all around me for me just to walk from to the other side you know um so can you pull back can you stop pushing yourself against it for a little while pull back long enough to be able to take off that tunnel vision open yourself up for 360 how can i see it in another way how can i see it in another way how can i see that this is serving me what do i need to learn right now what can i gain from the me who is over on the other side who has uh, already got there what does she what can she you know wisdom can she impart on me now what does my body need to know my mind need to know what does the soul of my work want me to know what soul of my business want me to know stuff like that is super super helpful in reframing this sense um let's see point number three is very nicely leading into this actually because we've just mentioned mind body and soul but another initiation that you will go through again and again is to get your mind body and soul on board with where it is that you want your business to go where it is that you want your work to go and sometimes it's onboarding all three more often than not it's just onboarding one of those pieces right so this is probably the initiation that we go through the most and i feel like all of these initiations like interweave with each other like essentially they all connect but it feels really good just to break them down into individual pieces so they're more digestible for you um getting our mind our bodies our souls on board means what do we really need <laughs> what do we really need so that we can be here now within our businesses within our work and or get to the next level i want to speak firstly to that being here now because sometimes we're so focused on like the next level of like more clients more money more impact more income more time or whatever it is that we kind of forget about the being here now piece and there is stuff that is going on in your business right now whether you're at at the very beginning stages or five years in that is really asking you to be here now for it is your work right now your soul's work your extension of you is that asking you to be here now to really be present in it right now is your business which i view work and business as two separate things is your business asking you to be here now is your business asking you to look at your business as it presently is and maybe there are some um pieces that need to be mended or pieces that need to be created in order for your business to thrive in this very current moment this very current season and can you get your mind body and soul on board to being in this present moment and the more that we can be on board with being in the present moment the more the space we're going to create the more expansion we're going to create the more openness we're going to create to be able to get to that next level anyway so it it, it pays off for the present moment and it pays off for the future but sometimes our mind can want something that our body is not ready for yet 
just because you want something doesn't mean you're open to receiving it. And that is a really tricky truth to meet yourself at. That is, if any of the edges are ones that you don't want to meet, that can be it because it's like, but my mind wants it. Maybe you're, you know, and very likely your heart wants it. Your soul knows you can have it. Your soul doesn't want it. Like your soul never really wants for anything. Your soul just knows you can have it. Your soul's like, mate, you're there already. Like you can just have it now. You deserve the. You deserve it. You're enough. Like you know, your soul knows all of that. That all of that shit that we try and question as humans. Like, but can I have it yet? Yes, you can. Like the soul knows you can have it. Your heart wants you to have it. You're innately being guided to have it. Your mind is like, come on already. But maybe your body isn't there. And then I've even had it in other ways where people's bodies are there. The body is there. The body is like, I am there already. I am wanting this. I'm going after it. And the mind is resisting. The mind is pulling back saying like, I still have reservations with this. And so really just listening in, really getting into this practice of what do I need right now to be able to be fully on board for every single part of me to be on board asking yourself that question I want this but am I open to receiving it and seeing what comes up what reservations do you have around receiving it around it being present in this moment in time and these are those questions that are so simple and yet so profound and if you ask them again and again they will exponentially change your business and your way of being so what is it that you're wanting that you're not open to receiving is there a restriction within the mind because the mind is saying well logically it's not possible or it's not safe or we have all of this evidence of all the times it didn't happen like what does your mind need to be able to be fully on board or is your mind fully on board, but your body still holding on to past traumas, past experiences, past emotions that are saying, it doesn't feel safe for me to have this, or it doesn't feel safe for me to land in this. Um, and just starting to really create those dialogues continually, continually, continually. And then the exact same rules or the exact same uh, reference points even apply for what it is that you're wanting to create. So we've been speaking about being present within our work and our businesses, but when we think about where we want them to go, what it is that we want them to create, we need to make sure that every part of us is on board. I kind of get this image, you know, in those old cartoons where someone like runs really fast, but their body stays behind. It's like, which part of you is is full going for it and running towards that next thing? And which part of you is still behind? Because we need every single part of you on board, mind, body, soul. Um, and, you know, then I say that your soul will never not be on board, but the good question to ask yourself here is am I going after things that my soul actually wants? Because sometimes the only reason your soul would never be on board, the only reason your soul isn't just like, yeah, girl, I know that you can have this. Like, come on, I got you. I'm going to hold this space for you, for you to come and get this. The only time your soul wouldn't be on board is two reasons. One, you your soul doesn't actually want it. It's ego trip. 
and you're saying I should probably have xyz in order to look a certain way be a certain way be seen a certain way feel a certain way and actually deep down you don't actually want that so that's when your soul's not going to be on board because it's not actually part of what you deep deep truly truly want so then or your soul not being on board because if you think about it your soul is like this uh protector of letting things come to you when you're actually ready for them so the only time that your soul isn't going to be fully on board is because it's saying it's beckoning you actually it's calling you to look at where your mind or body isn't feeling the score yet so it's your soul's on board but it's like but maybe you just need to check on this piece yet because if this was your soul speaking your soul is like i know that you are safe to have this but I don't feel like your I don't feel like your body feels it yet. So I want your body to get really comfortable so that then you can come and join me up here where every part of you feels safe to have this, right? So those are the only times really that your soul is gonna be questioning. So making sure that you are getting mind, body, and soul on board is going to be another beautiful initiation. And then the fourth piece that I want to share and this is the final piece, but a real key piece here, is be in a dialogue, a continual, ongoing, everlasting dialogue with your soul's work and with your business. And I'll just share with you how things started for me. And maybe you might recognize this uh, where you're currently at or recognize parts of this as well. And so when I first started, I started not because I wanted to have a business. I started because I found something that felt like my soul's purpose, my soul's mission, something that like lit me so much. And I knew that I wanted to share it with the world. And the main way of being a coach in the world is to do it, you know, by running your own business. Like it's not a profession where you traditionally go and get hired by someone else to do that thing so my business was a byproduct of me wanting to do my soul's work so when I first started my coaching business it was very much a case of like okay so I'm a coach and I do this work and I have a business and I kind of just thought all of those things were me like all of them were just me and just saw it as one thing like all encompassing one thing and what has really supported me over the years as we're in this continual request um, and beckoning of this kind of initiation within our businesses is really starting to realize that there are separate pieces here, that there is me, the person that I am, the whole being uh, that I am. There is my soul's work and my soul's work is an extension of me, is extension of my soul's expression. It is not my complete soul's expression. Some of my soul's expression uh, comes out in just me being me. Um, but it is an extension of my soul. It's an extension of my soul's expression being manifested through my work. And then the other separate pieces that I have a business and my business encapsulates my soul's work. So I often think if you wanted to play with the masculine feminine energies, the masculine energy is the business because the business is holding the structure, the stability down for my soul's work, which has more of that feminine energy to come into the world. And so even just recognizing that and creating those definitions was a game changer for me. And I feel like every time that I speak about this on client calls or um, yeah, with, with clients, it, it feels like a piece that 
really lands for people as well of like, okay, there's these three separate pieces and they all intertwine and they're all, you know, connected to each other, but they do have a separation. And then it doesn't feel like the whole weight of everything falls only on your shoulders. Then it might not feel like you are unable to access your creativity, your inspiration, your innate wisdom, because you're able to tap into all the different parts that are required for your business to be successful, for your business to be fulfilling and the joy that you want it to be. So you're tapping into you, you're tapping into your soul's work and the energy of your soul's work, and you're tapping into the energy of your business and your the business that holds these pieces together. And so I'm always in continual dialogue with all three pieces and I teach a lot of practices in this in my program Unleashed. We have our next round starting in June and it's all about changing the game with business and making business feel as energizing, as freeing, as expansive as your work does. Because I know that can be a struggle for a lot of people for our businesses to feel real good. Um, and so it's, it's a real big key piece that I love to do that I really encourage and uh, show my clients how to do is to be in dialogue with all these different pieces, is to be in conversation with these different pieces. And depending on like what you're doing right now in this present moment or what you're focusing on creating for the future in this present moment, will give an indication into which of the parts you need to lead into more. There'll be some moments where you really need to lean more into you. What do you as the person who shows up and is the physical being who enables your soul's work and your business to come to life, what do you need? Sometimes we need something uh, that feels deeply personal, but is actually not only required in our personal lives, but is required for us to be able to thrive in business. And that can be as simple as, I need rest, I need nourishment, I need recuperation, I need to have some fun, like I need to just let loose and go out and it's so funny because as I say this, me thinking about having fun, I literally got this vision of me jumping on a bike and cycling by the ocean and I was like, as if that is my uh, immediate image that comes through for fun these days because there would have been a time when I was like let loose have fun and that would have been going and dancing on tables at prey and getting very drunk so 22 year old me is laughing right now um I'm just I've just become so wholesome I've just become so wholesome and I love it <laughs> and so you know sometimes there's things that you really really need uh, to be able to then be able to be in your work, to be able to be in your business, for you to be able to show up. Because remember, there is you that is required. Like a key piece in all of this for your business to work, for your work to work is you. You're the physical being. You're the 3D being that needs to be here in order for it to all go out into the world. So taking care of you is, is vital. So being in conversation with what you need is super, super vital. Being in conversation with what your work needs, your soul's work, your extension of you, your expression of your soul, often looks like slowing down and going a little bit inward. Um, maybe being out physically in nature, it looks, you know, or moving our bodies or just doing things that really allow us to land in so that our expression can come out so that we feel completely free and safe and able to just let our portal of creativity be turned all the way on and so is there anything that your work requires of you right now sometimes your work is like you know 
dreaming of being able to be expressed more deeply in a different way that might look like new services are being created new offers are being created it might look like your prices are being changed it might look like um the way that you're expressing yourself are on social media online offline wants to shapeshift or wants to pivot um you know, it can look like so many different things, but it's like, what does my work require of me right now? My soul's work require of me. What does it want? What does it need? How can I show up for it? How can I honor it? How can I like be in deep collaboration with it? And then there's also what does the business need? So again, coming back to this analogy of your business being your structure, being your framework, being this stability piece, this piece that is, uh, you know, if you think of it visually, your business is bigger than your work because your your work exists within your business so what does your business need in order to be able to stay standing steady and this is why we often talk about building really strong foundations in biz this is why you'll see people who talk about putting in place strategies and foundations and you know really kind of long-term pillars into your business and so that your business can be steady and sturdy and it doesn't mean you have to have all the strategies in the world it doesn't mean you have to have all the pillars in you know all the pillars in the world etc but you will want some the idea that we operate only from one or the other is I don't think a way to be able to be deeply fulfilled in our businesses we don't just want the stability and the structure and we don't just want the uh the feminine flow let's see what comes kind of piece we want a little bit of both we want um our business to act as the holder for all of our expression to be able to come out for our work to come out and so what does the business need right now does it need for you to um meet it presently does it need for you to if you're planning to scale your business if you're planning to grow your business if you're wanting to make more money have more clients if you're wanting to start group programs that you've not done before like what does your business need in place and that might be very practical things that it needs in place uh you know such as certain systems or you know very like physical tangible things that you can you can just tick off a list and do and then it also might need something from you as well you know often this is why we talk about business being such initiation is like i've got all the structures in place i've got my dubsado set up i've got my this and that done but actually my business just needs for me to really trust myself right now it needs for me to be safe to be visible right now it needs for me to work on my relationship with money right now so what does it need from you what does it need from you right now what is it asking for and how can you honor the needs of your business and so that was the final piece and I imagine that there are so many other pieces to this but these four felt like the ones that immediately came through that were being spoke you know spoken to me that really needed to be shared with you that I hope will support you as you continue to move through your business because business is not for the faint-hearted but it is for the heart-led and I know that you have or are creating an incredible heart-led business and at times it can feel isolating and at times it can feel challenging so I hope that these pieces can really be things for you to lean on or if you've already done them before for you to remember them now and actually utilize them and use them so that your business can feel more joyful more spacious more expansive more abundant than ever thank you so much for listening and i'll see you guys soon 
it means the absolute world that I've spent time with you today as you've listened in. If this episode has resonated with you, please feel free to share it or to leave me a review. And in the meantime, between episodes, you can stay connected with me over on Instagram at underscore Amelia Francesca.